Hey, it's Ralph here. Q1 is now closing and it probably didn't go as well as you had hoped, but I'm sure your agency is probably telling you that they crushed it. But in reality, it crushed you. If your agency isn't on the same page as you are, if there's something wrong, but you can't quite put your finger on what that thing is, go on over to tier11.com forward slash apply. It will set you up on a call to show you a better way to look at your business, not just metrics that make us agencies look good, but something that actually moves the needle and makes you more money, acquires more new customers, and ultimately achieves your vision. Head on over to tier11.com forward slash apply today. Welcome to the Perpetual Traffic Podcast. This is your host, Ralph Burns, and this is episode 329. This is the show where we share cutting edge strategies on acquiring leads and sales for your business through paid traffic, but we also hit on after the click conversion architecture kind of stuff. But today is actually a case study by yours truly, where we're going to be talking about something that we call the creative lab, but set that aside for just a second. It's not necessarily the tools that we use here that's most important. The most important part of today's episode is really understanding how to do deep dive research and understanding that in today's environment, there is no tip, trick, hack you can do on the Facebook, Instagram, Google, uh, Snapchat, TikTok platform more important than understanding the exact perfect messaging for your avatar that harmonizes and actually resonates with that target avatar so they're attracted to your product, your service, or your offer. So the thing is with today's show is we're going to go through a seven-step process called the Creative Lab, but take from it what you possibly can. I don't expect you to do all seven steps by any stretch. This is an internal process that we use inside Tier 11, and it works extremely well. If you get something out of it, Maybe you use one out of the 16 ways in which we do deep dive research in step one that you hadn't thought of before, then that's a huge win for you. So that's what we're going to be talking about here today. And then we'll talk about exactly how we did that in a case study. So thanks again for being a part of the Perpetual Traffic community. Get settled in. We're going to get into the case study right after this quick break. You're listening to Perpetual Traffic. Well, there is no question that when it comes to influence and persuasion in digital marketing, no one, and I mean no one, commands more respect than Dr. Robert Cialdini. If you have never read his books, Influence and Persuasion, I swear you are missing so much in your digital marketing, not only as an influencer and an advertiser, but as just a great marketer. And that's why I'm so excited to invite you to a free webinar where he'll be sharing his latest insights on new e-commerce strategies. Now, alongside Dr. Cialdini, you'll learn from Bass Wouters and the authors of Reputation King, my buddy Scott Branley and DJ Sprague. Attendees will absolutely be able to understand exactly how to gain a competitive edge in the marketplace by leveraging online reputation management. Now, that's something that we haven't talked about here on this show all that much. And it's more reason for you to register for the webinar here, which is completely free over at reputationking.com forward slash PT. 
So join us on April 18th from 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern. That's 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Pacific for you West Coasters by registering at reputationking.com forward slash PT. Once again, that's reputationking.com forward slash PT. Cialdini has been a huge influence on me. and I can't wait to see how his new e-commerce strategies resonate with you and how they affect your business in a positive way using reputation management. Make sure that you register for the April 18th free webinar at reputationking.com forward slash PT. All right, pretty excited to talk to you guys today about this case study, which we combined, we crossed the streams, so to speak, two of the big platforms that are out there right now, Facebook and Google using customer acquisition amplification this is a major deal like how we were able to do this because we were able to do a 19x return on the work that we created for them not just for the entirety of the work but 19x we increased their monthly revenue which i can't even figure out the math on that there's so much but Basically, they went from a small business to a mid-sized to large business within four months by combining Facebook and Google using customer acquisition amplification. I'm going to show you exactly how we did it here. So let's get over to the laptop and start going through the case study. So how we 19x to digital products monthly revenue in less than 12 months with Facebook and Google ads. Most of it was done within about four months. We're going to show that time frame here, but really for parity and for believability, like nobody believes you can do that in four months, but we really did it with Facebook working for about eight months and then we added in Google after that. It really was an additive effect that really started to take their, their business to the next level. So we all did this through this customer acquisition amplification method, which I'm going to show you and teach you exactly how to do it here. So before monthly ad spend was about 32,282. Monthly revenue was about 127,000 thereabouts. After a monthly ad spend was $687,000 with monthly revenue is about 2.4 million. Absolutely amazing. That's a 21X increase in ad spend. But more importantly, like nobody really cares about the ad spend. Like how, how do you increase my business? Like we increased their business by 19X on a monthly basis. On a monthly basis, not to mention the millions that we just created in just general wealth. Pretty impressive of how this was all done. So here is the inside of the Facebook ads manager. You can see 32,000 and then afterwards is 687,000. And most importantly, here is the reporting results that we did here. Yeah, the ROAS was 3.4 and then 1.97. But then after we got that, we're like, hey, what's next? We've gotten this point. We've pretty much just magnified their business incredibly. What do we do next? What's next up here? So we added in Google ads and Google ads, as you can see back in April, 2020, they weren't doing anything. So what we did is we added, and this is April of 2021, we added about 150,000 worth of ad spend, which added an incremental 318,000 dollars per month in recurring revenue which overall on a spend of 289,000, we increased their conversion value 
and their business about 700,000. So you can see revenue from April 2020. Yeah, they had a big spike in July. They had sort of a sale that they did and then things kind of calmed back down. But then we really ramped things up in January and really caught the wind behind us and in, in our sales with Google and Facebook working together. And that's what's really driving their business right now. And the first four months of 2021 were absolutely epic with uh, some pretty outstanding revenue figures. And this is their Shopify revenue figures right here. So, and you can see here, like we just blew it up. I mean, it was like, there was really nothing from revenue in April of 2020, but now all of a sudden they're at 2.4 million per month. So business is obviously uh, increased dramatically. So we went from $94,000 in gross profit per month to about 1.7 million which is, if you do the math, it's about an 18 or 19x increase in monthly revenue. And it's all through a business which is just selling information products on how to become a lash specialist. So this is in the beauty space, the health and beauty space, good information, digital products, but nothing that is just absolutely crazy. It's not like they had the cure for cancer here. So they were teaching people how to legitimately do this. Good timing, obviously post-pandemic, people are looking for other ways in which to make money from home. So a good product, nonetheless. I mean, it's not just us working together, Google and Facebook, and having all these powerful synergies and sharing audiences and doing all these great things. They had a very good offer. And I think that's an important part to it. And it's a legitimate business. It just needed sort of a boost uh, from these both of these platforms to really get them to the next level. So uh, for us, I mean, Google and Facebook, these are these guys are best friends. I mean, it's eighty. You got eighty or ninety percent of the internet covered here, so you can pretty much scale and grow a business if you've got a good offer and you've got uh, a good way in which to get your message out. You can use both of these platforms towards your advantage. So here's the real key though. Search equals intent. Social, which is Facebook, equals interruption. So search being Google equals intent. That's intent-based advertising. Social, that's interruption-based advertising. People aren't necessarily looking for your stuff when they're on Facebook or Snapchat or TikTok or any place like that. But when they're doing a Google search, they're looking for things. So you can add to that, but also the reverse is true. So social equals interruption and search equals intent. They both work together. And that's the synergy between these two platforms that we're so excited about and we continue to utilize for customer acquisition amplification. So you can actually sort of see the customer journey here. This is through a third party platform. You can see that this, in this particular case, this converter started on Facebook, went through a Google ad, and then ultimately converted for uh, a $238 conversion. So sometimes it goes from Google to Facebook, but humans are unpredictable. It's chaotic. <laughs> you don't know what they're going to do. They could start with Facebook, end with Google, or they could start with Google in this case and end with Facebook. So this is one where it started with a Google search, non-branded. They weren't looking for the customer specifically or the name of their business, but then they saw a bunch of Facebook ads and then ultimately converted after seeing four or five different ads. So the point is, is that these two platforms work really well together. And if you're not utilizing both at the same time, plus branded search, which we'll talk about here in today's presentation, you're really leaving a lot of money on the table in your business, provided that you have a good offer. 
these guys have a very, very good offer. And that's why all of this really works so well. So how was it done? Well, first off, you can, you can actually get the slides and all the things that we're going to talk about here by just you know, putting your phone up to this. You can get all the slides and you can obviously email me directly if you want to just work with us and just say, forget it. I don't want to do any of this myself. I'd rather have you guys do it. For but yeah, just to take a picture of this code and then it'll automatically send you all the slides here as well as a download that shows you all the different parts of how customer acquisition amplification works and how you can apply it in your business. So it started way back when in uh, 2017, 2018, thereabouts with uh, the Ecom ad amplifier. And this was a system that we implemented in which it helps us to manage all of our campaigns, oversee all our campaigns, manage hundreds of millions of dollars worth of ad spend. And it eventually worked into the fact that, well, this worked for e-commerce, but why don't we try it for information-based businesses, digital businesses, and service-based businesses. And that's when it evolved into what's known as the ad amplifier. So the ad amplifier is now this, which is another way in which we manage campaigns and manage things because in order for us to be able to manage $100 million a year and spend, we need some kind of system. So these systems work really well. Don't want you to concern yourself with that for right now because in 2021, all of these became a part of something much greater than just media buying. And I'm not just talking about just adding Facebook and Google. I'm talking about adding all the different components to acquire new customers from cold traffic and to grow and scale your business. And this became what we now refer to as customer acquisition amplification, CAMP as it's known. And it has a couple of different components, all of which we applied to this particular case study. The first part is our creative lab, which we're gonna get into in real detail here, but it's a seven step process of how we use deep dive research and avatar research and turn it into unicorn ads that drive your business, scale your business and uh, increase profitability. And the fact is, is that once you find ads that work well, you want to iterate them over and over again. And that's part of the whole creative lab process. Superimposed under that as a huge part of that is what's referred to as the traffic harmonizer. Now, this is very similar to the ad amplifier system in the fact that, yes, there are levels of traffic. There's level one cold traffic. There's level two traffic, which is lightly engaged with your audiences and with your cold prospects. And then there's level three audiences, which are view content, people that have maybe clicked to a product page but have not purchased as of yet. There's an add to cart in level four, and then there's level five, which are purchasers, and you want to put together campaigns on paid media that then bring those past purchasers back so that by again and again and over and over again, the whole system is predicated upon five levels of traffic, a lot of which has changed now with iOS. But the point is, is the fact still remains the same, is that we use five different levels of traffic in order to acquire 
uh, new customers for all of our customers inside the agency. And you can do the same thing. And obviously, this is a, a graphic that you can download. If you just uh, email me directly or you click on the code, which I just sent you, I'll give you another opportunity to do that later on in today's. Underneath all that is an important aspect which not a lot of agencies pursue, which is what we refer to as conversion architecture. Conversion architecture is everything after the click. As you can see, it all begins with level two. Level two is not people who don't know who you are. These are people who know who you are a little bit and just need to actually convert down the path to ultimately become customers. That's why it starts with your opt-in page or VSL and goes all the way through to your post-purchase sequence, which you can send traffic to. Then last but not least, it is uh, email marketing. Email marketing starts with your lead magnet, your opt-in sequence, nurture sequence, uh, post-purchase and, and abandoned cart sequence. Can't forget all those. And all of these work in harmony together in order to acquire customers from cold traffic. And that's the big thing is that we've really 80-20 this whole thing into different components which do the best possible job to 80-20 your business as an online business and help you reach your potential. And that's what the customer acquisition amplification template does. Like I said, you can just take a picture of this code here Take a picture of that and you can actually get the whole customer acquisition amplification system, which we're going to be going into in more detail here. So another part of this is DPI squared. DPI squared is diagnosing, prescribing, implementing, and iterating. And that's what we do for every new customer that comes on board. We don't say, all right, we're just going to give you Facebook ads. We're just going to do this because that's what you want. What we do is we go in and we look at where are the holes are there holes in their in their interruption marketing funnel? Is there holes in their intent-based marketing funnel? Do they have landing pages or maybe product pages or add-to-cart pages that just don't really sync? Are they missing email sequences? What we do is we diagnose what the problem is, we prescribe a solution, then we implement that solution, and then we iterate it over and over again. And that's what we did here in this case study, and that's why it worked so well. So the first thing that we wanted to do is that we realized that some of their avatars weren't really resonating with the market. They needed better avatar research. They needed better audiences in which to target. So the first thing we did is we installed the Creative Lab, which I just mentioned to you before as a part of customer acquisition amplification. So let's get back to the graphic here. And this starts with deep dive research, then it goes to messaging, creative brief, creative execution, testing, reporting, data analysis, Kaizen Creative, and unicorns. I think it's even better explained in this graphic, which really shows like how this process sort of is a circular, intuitive way in which we use the same data over and over again, discard the stuff that doesn't work, and use the things that really do work in order to scale and grow. And in this case, we needed to do some really deep dive research on avatars, messaging, as well as audiences, and figure out who is it that this customer can target in their cold traffic audiences in order to create the best solutions for uh, their business. So we did our deep dive research, then we went through some uh, messaging and some parts to this whole thing through our messaging briefs, created creative briefs, 
which are sort of iterations of that messaging, which is then sent to the media buying team and the creative team, and as well as the customer, where we sort of go through a lot of the different ways in which we can message correctly. And then we create our actual creatives through creative execution. And then it's time to actually run cold traffic to these audiences using testing and reporting. And then we analyze the data, figure out what's working, what's not working, and then take the good stuff and reiterate it and constantly create better versions of those ads, that copy, that images, the videos, everything in a process that we call Kaizen Creative to ultimately create advertising unicorns that really take off and help scale and grow customers. Hey, it's Kasim here and I have a question for you. What if you could legally get the emails of almost every person who visits your website? Now, I know that sounds crazy, but seriously, what if you could safely and respectfully target your website visitors via email just by dropping a pixel onto your site? It might sound too good to be true, but our new sponsors at getemails.com can do just that. They've created a system that's compliant with U.S. laws and regulations, and every email address they send you is opted in to receive emails. That means you can connect your anonymous website visitors to real people and then safely retarget them through email with real-time, fully compliant interactions. I've personally met the CEO, Adam Robinson, and the guy is absolutely brilliant. And he believes in his product so much that he's willing to do something a little crazy for PT listeners. If you are an e-commerce brand that's doing over a million in annual revenue and you've gone through their easy 30-minute onboarding process, if you don't 5X your investment within the first six months, they will give you all of your money back. To take advantage of this offer, go to getemails.com forward slash scalable. That's getemails.com forward slash scalable. Hey, PT listeners, when's the last time your business published on its blog? If the answer is that's way too long for me to remember, I want you to listen up because our friends at BKA Content have a news service where they'll deliver fresh blogs to your inbox and all you have to do is just post them on your site. Now, these articles are all originally written just for your business. They're not generic articles that are just copy and pasted or thrown into some AI software or written by a VA. No, these are professional writers who are going to sit down and write articles just for your business. We've used them in the past, and they're absolutely fabulous. Now, if you want an extra reason to go try them yourself, BK is giving PT listeners half off their first month. Just go to bkacontent.com forward slash perpetual to get started. That's bkacontent.com forward slash perpetual. So the first thing that we did is we figured out, all right, the avatar itself, we needed to figure out a few new avatars and they hadn't really focused on these ones all that much. First one was the avatar, which is the high school GED. They feel stuck in their career. They need a lucrative career. They're buying criteria. They need some social proof, security, and online learning valid certification. And we also pulled out some of the testimonial quotes from some of their avatars that sort of fit this particular avatar, started using it in their marketing. The next thing we did is we realized that there are moms that are potential users of this product. This is avatar number two here. This is boss mom. 
And her problem was her current career is keeping her from her family. She wants to watch her children grow up. She's making a living scheduling and prioritizing her family or buying criteria. She needs flexible learning schedule, proven track record of other graduates. So that was avatar number two. We thought of about three or four others, but these are the two that really started to resonate with their audience. So we created uh, new ads for them. These were the ones that were done prior to our arrival. Most of these are sort of, they're good, just images, just pictures of sort of the after state or them, their ideal avatar, or maybe who they thought was their ideal avatar. You can see the demographics are a little bit different than maybe avatar number one. Point is, is that the copy and everything was really sort of stale. So we needed to inject some new levels of enthusiasm. We needed to really put into play more video content. So the video content that we really started to utilize here is far more engaging. And this is what we refer to as uh, a pure pitch type of video. Have turned the sound off here. There's lots of components to this. There's lots of social proof. There, we're showing the avatar. We're showing the work that's actually being done. We're sort of proving out that this process really does work. Yes, this is a real certification program. Yes, you're going to be working hand on, hands on with certified uh, professionals in order to get your certificate at the end. And then obviously the call to action. So this pure pitch video, which was an outgrowth of the Creative Lab, was really powerful. And it was one of the best ads that we created inside their ad campaigns. And one of the reasons why the campaign was so successful. So the pure pitch video ad formula is fairly straightforward. You don't need a tremendous amount of post-production here, but this hook in motion to start. Hey, looking for a lifestyle change? Then it's join a community. I achieve financial independence. There's a two-day program that can help you. Find that extra side hustle. So we're hitting on a lot of different parts of these things like the side hustle uh, hook was actually something that we found inside Creative Lab and we used it in this video and used it quite successfully in some of our Google ads as well. And then at the end of all this pitch, it's hook, pitch, 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 pitch. Then it's call to action. Call to action is kits are running out. This sale won't last. And this one did extremely well and propelled them to that growth, that 19x growth. This was one of the most powerful ads that we used over the course of the entire four months, but also importantly, the eight months prior to that. And pure pitch video is one of the best formulas that we use inside the customer acquisition amplification system. So the second thing we did here, step two, is we deployed the traffic harmonizers. Now the traffic harmonizer is, once again, it is a part of the customer acquisition amplification system. So here it is right here. We used primarily interruption marketing using Facebook. And we also used sort of the whole shebang here. We used all of these different elements together. We started with Facebook, but then we brought in interrupted intent with some Google ads. And then we added the intent based ads, which is Google search ads, interrupted intent are obviously our YouTube ads. That is, and then we added the intent based ads with Google ads and everything really started to harmonize together. Now, the part that we use the most between interruption-based marketing and interrupted intent was sort of these two elements. So we added in 
As you can see in the, in the legend, PP is pure pitch. This is just one template that we use in a variety of templates in order to get success for our customers. So pure pitch works really, really well for interruption based marketing as well as interrupted intent, which is primarily YouTube, as you can see from the graphic here. As you can see before in these ads, we had only about $32,000 worth of spend back in April. And by April of 2021, we had spent the 687,000 with a really solid return, all using these pure pitch videos. The next thing we did is we did some search term research. Now we've got the Facebook ads rolling with the pure pitch working extremely well. Now we need to bring in some search term analysis and find other search terms within the Google search framework, which identify our avatar as well as identify their specific intent for this type of product. And lo and behold, we started to use a fair amount of branded and non-branded search ads, as you can see under level one here with some retargeting in the display network, which is levels two, three, four. Now remember level one is cold traffic. They don't know who you are. Level two is people who have lightly engaged, maybe have viewed your image or maybe your video, but have not done anything more. Uh, level three is they've maybe even viewed the product page or even the sales page, but then gone no further. And then level four is people who have already added to cart. So each level requires a slightly different message even with intent-based ads, even more so with interruption-based ads, but with the intent-based ads, these started to really take off. So what we did is we did, the first thing is we did an 111-point checklist to show, and you can obviously get these slides. I'll give you the, the, the key to again, but we did this 111-point checklist, which went through all the different ways in which people might be searching for this particular company's search terms that they could fulfill with their product. So we looked for these search terms in our campaigns, in our search campaigns, and this is how we sort of formulated them. And the groups aligned with the avatars and the different copy angles that we had used with our Facebook ads. And then we wrote ads to answer these search terms in each group. And then last but not least, we had ad groups with ads to answer every question coming from the market. And all of those individual ads reflects the desires and pain points of the market, but reaches customers at every stage of the customer journey or of the customer acquisition path. So this is sort of the ideal campaign structure. So we borrowed a lot from Facebook, which we'll get into in just a second. But then we applied some learnings to the fact that, all right, let's do some keyword research here. Let's figure out what keywords are the most relevant keywords based upon the intent that we found within uh, Creative Lab, as well as as we're building out the traffic harmonizer. We found that high search volume but low competition obviously is sort of the best and easiest ways to do it. Lots of me too generic ad copy on high competition keywords. We use their unique selling proposition to really stand out in the competitive ranking organically on search terms but not running ads. So we looked, did a lot of competitive research on other companies that were organically on Google 
but had not run advertising and got ideas from that, which came to the next step of our keyword research, which is asking what is the market searching for using all these tools here, using Google Keyword Planner, SAMrush, as well as Answer the Public, and what's their most immediate pain point and desire. So all of these things rolled up into one, created a pretty hefty list of keyword search terms. These are not branded search terms, by the way. These are just additive to what is already being done in their interruption-based marketing campaign. So Lash Technician Certification, spent 13 grand, get certified eyelash extensions. A lot of these search terms were just really, really small volume, but they all added up to a tremendous amount of volume on Google. And that's the key here is not necessarily just going for the big search terms. Go for the low competition, sometimes low volume. You want medium volume. We found a lot of high volume, low competition phrases here. Was not a hugely competitive space, which really helped us in scaling and growing. And you can see that uh, we were really able to scale up with 122,000 as our cost. Our, our CPA was well within KPI, which was well below $100, which was the goal. And you can see we continue to scale up using even the branded search terms here, which is some of the branded search terms, which are just pretty much like shooting fish in a barrel on Google. Most of these come from Facebook. They understand, get to understand who they are on Facebook. And then they go over to search on Google for the branded search terms. And you can see some of these return on ad spends are pretty insane. So branded search obviously did pretty well. Overall, CPA was even low. You know, the cost was relatively small, 229000 from February through April, but the return on ad spend was absolutely incredibly great, which led to so much of the scaling. This is just scooping up a lot of the low-hanging fruit that was either cut by the cut off the tree, so to speak, by the search campaigns or by the interruption-based campaigns on Facebook. So some of the ads that worked really, really well, this is uh, one of the Google search ads. This one spent 38,000, made 88,000. The ROAS on this one was 2.1. You can see eyelash certification, very similar. And yeah, we crossed the streams. We basically took the best performers from some of our Facebook ads and we just brought them on over to Google. Like, why wouldn't you, you know? So, I mean, it absolutely is okay to, to cross the streams and you might kill the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man at the same time. I'm not really sure that's a good analogy here. But the point is, is here are some of our best uh, keyword phrases or, or our headlines that we found in our Facebook ads. Fully accredited eyelash extension program. That was one of the best ones. We had uh, really good variations of those inside our Facebook ads. So we just pulled out the best stuff from Facebook. The point is, it's like if you're running things on Facebook, you can relate it back over to Google. You're just losing that traffic if you're not scooping it up unless you have incredibly great SEO and most companies don't. So we just added these things in search and brand. So brand is the name of the company, right? Search is the pain point or the intent or the desire that they're searching for on any given day. So both of those together produced pretty tremendous results. So the keys to retargeting, this is over on the retargeting side, still going along the, the lines of uh, customer acquisition application, the traffic harmonizer. We uh, captured searches from customers who are viewing Facebook ads. We protect the traffic from our competitors by bidding on our own 
trade name keywords, our branded keywords, display campaigns. We follow the customers around the internet. We repurpose creative from Facebook to create the ad sent and it made a lot of sense. We used a lot of the same landing pages from Facebook and transferred that learning over to Google. So best Facebook performer, here it is right here. And all we did is we just related that over to very similar types of Google ads, kept that ad sent consistent from Facebook to Google because that pure pitch Facebook ad was really leveraging, was really carrying a lot of weight. And it was something that uh, we knew would work as long as we were consistent on both platforms that say, hey, that's something that I saw over on Facebook. Yeah, that's something that I recognize. Yes, I know I'm being retargeted in a lot of cases. Or if they're searching for new uh, branded keywords, or they're searching for intent-based keywords, we wanted to make sure that our ads were consistent with the ones that they saw over on Facebook. So this really does shorten the learning curve. And you can see here inside Facebook and inside Google that the results were pretty darn good. These are, that's the, the video ads there. That's just two of them on the top there, spending about eighty to $90,000 with a two point one three and a 2.46 return on ad spend. And then over on Google, same type of messaging behind it, spending 48K and making about 96K, which is obviously is about a 2X return on ad spend. The last thing we did, and this is something that we are doing right now is we deployed conversion architecture. Conversion architecture is way down here and opt-in VSL homepage all the way through to product page to add to cart. And that's to be determined at this point. So you've got to come back for the next iteration of this case study to see how we have been able to do even greater things with this ad account. We've already picked it up for 19X on a monthly basis. That's not in total. It might be 100, 200X overall, but 19X on a recurring basis, that's what we care about. Recurring revenue, that's what we care about most. We were able to do that with Facebook and Google together. Thank you for uh, paying attention here on today's case study. And of course, if you need our help, you don't want to do any of this sort of stuff on your own, my email is ralph at tier 11. Feel free to email me and be happy to figure out a way to, to work with you and we're happy to meet you and figure out a way in which we can help you scale and grow and help you unlock your online potential in the coming year. So thanks for paying attention. Talk to y'all soon. You've been listening to Perpetual Traffic. For more information and to get the resources mentioned in this episode, visit digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening.